0: Uh, well, it was wide, like, you know, I don't know how many thousand people were, were, were here. I'd say every one of them thought it was wide except the umpire. But anyway, so look, that's what happens when you, you know, when the way a grounds, you don't tend to get
1: breaks. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Football on Off The Ball.
1: With Sky, get all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports you welcome back Just gone half seven John Giles is with us Good evening John Evening Nathan uh, So Frank Lampard is gone And Sean Dyche Is the man to try and save Everton uh, With Sean Dyche There's always question marks About his style of football And the way he goes about his business uh, Feels very harsh Considering what he did with Burnley Through the years And how long he kept them In the Premier League uh, Are Everton a lost cause Or is Dyche the man?
0: Well I think he's got a big job on his hands, Nathan. That probably goes without saying, because, see, there, there was a fans uh, a pro, a stage of protest against the, the owner, mm. Farhad Mazuri. Maz, Mazuri, Missouri, yeah. Because uh, he said he, he promised to get it, on the 19th of January, he promised to get a striker. Well, as we know, they haven't got anybody. They're, the only, they're one of the few teams in the Premiership that hasn't signed signed one player. So uh, you can understand the... the, 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 the uh, supporters in this situation, uh, but I think uh, as far as Sean, Sean Dyche is concerned, I think he's as good as he's got as they're going to get, Nathan. To be honest, mm. you know, I think he did a great job. I, I felt sorry for him at uh, at uh, Burnley. I mean, he had the name of being a you know a, a defender and a, and a down the middle man. Well, I never saw that in Burnley. I saw Burnley was a well-organized team. He didn't have any money to spend. He wasn't like the big boys. And he did a good job for about five or six years at Burnley, keeping them up. So I think he'll do a good job with what he has at Everton. I think if I were picking anybody for Everton, I would pick him because he's up against it. He was up against it at Burnley for years and did a good job with them. Uh, he's got no money to spend, so we we we, we believe, uh, and a very very difficult job. But I think if anybody's going to do it for him it'll be him.
1: Would you have looked at Burnley and questioned his style of football? No,
0: I, I don't. I I think he was he was criticised unfairly for his style of football, Nathan. But when you're at Burnley, I mean, Burnley didn't have big money to spend. They were they were up against the big boys who did have a lot of money to spend. And Morden held his own for a long time. I mean, it took some doing. I thought he did a great job there. And I think they, they didn't treat him very fairly uh, in the season where they were relegated. They didn't go to buy anybody. Or if they did, they were very, very they, they gave him very little or no money. So for years, he did, he did a very, very good job there. So if you're looking at Everton now, I mean, Everton haven't bought a player. Like, mm. They've no money. So he's got to do the job that he's he he more or less did at Burnley. I mean, if, if he keeps Everton up this year, I think I think he would he, have he, 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 he done a fantastic job. Uh,
1: they're one of the few teams uh, who weren't spending money over the last week or so. Uh, a lot of really interesting moves. I'll come to Chelsea in a moment and the uh, mad amount of money that they spent over the transfer window. At the top, um, Arsenal have had a... a a very settled starting 11 uh, Mikel Arteta seems to have gone for just adding a little bit of strength and depth so they brought Leandro Trossard in from Brighton and probably made an immediate impact in that game against Manchester United when he came off the bench uh, Jorginho coming from Chelsea out of contract in the summer is that the perfect signing for Arsenal someone who may not be in their starting 11 but if somebody gets injured in midfield he's got plenty of experience to slot in well
0: I think I think that's the best way of looking at it Nathan I'm not, I'm not a great fan of his. I think he's okay. Uh, you know, he doesn't make many goals. He doesn't score many goals. He's a, I call him A to B man. You know, he gets it and gives it from A to B. He uh, doesn't beat anybody. He doesn't score goals himself. Very, very few anyway. Or make them. You know, he, he, I'd say he'd be okay as a backup. Uh, but I think Arsenal were in for one of the big players, weren't they? didn't get him, Nathan. They yeah, they were the in for, um,
1: uh, like Chelsea, they were in for Saicedo from Brighton. And they yeah, were in for Mudrick as well at Chelsea.
0: Yeah. So they they, 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 they were prepared to spend the money, but mm. he's obviously brought somebody in to cover cover the ground there. Uh, it, I, yeah, it's an okay signing. I thought yeah. Trossard Tros, was a very good signing. He'll, he'll do well for them. But Jorginho may not get in the team unless there's, uh, unless there's injuries. And they haven't paid much out for him, Nathan. But uh, it would only, only be a backup. That's the way yeah. I would see him.
1: Uh, the A to B midfielder, there's a lot of them around now. Yep. Uh when did the A to B midfielder become a thing? Um
0: I think it came out because they in fairly recent years, I think, where um, keeping possession of the ball uh became a big, big part of the game, generally. You know, keeping possession, keeping possession. And he's like a lot of players that I see in midfield, he does keep possession. But he doesn't put somebody through for a goal he doesn't score many goals himself you know but it, it, it's it's I call them A to B men mm. you know to get the ball give it to the fullback get it back give it to the other fullback uh, he doesn't beat anybody um, you know doesn't put people through in, 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 with, with perfect passes very very seldom anyway you know that's why. way but, but there's a lot of players like that they, they, you know, people seem to be interested in the game uh, whether it be in the, probably in the club mm. of the, uh, the statistics, Nathan.
1: You know, well, well, I think it was. Uh... If you get
0: the ball in the middle of the field, like when I was a young kid coming up at Manchester United, there was a, uh, the coach there was Jimmy Murphy, who was a brilliant coach, very <laughs> hard man, but a brilliant coach. And he said, John, when you get the ball in the middle of the field from a forward, the first thing you're looking for, first thing you look for, can you put somebody through? That's your first thing. Mm-hmm. If you can't, then you, then, you, then you use the ball as best you possibly can, as progressively as you possibly can. So I know if, if Jimmy Murphy was with some of the midfield players today, if they were doing what they were doing, he'd go, he'd go bonkers. You know, he'd say, you're on the ball. You've got on the ball. You've got condition. And next thing, you're giving it to the fullback. You're getting it back again. You're giving it to the other fullback. You've got to look up. You've got to look to see if you can put somebody through. Can you beat somebody in the middle of the field? Not many around who are doing that.
1: Like it is celebrated that style of play. I think even you know, go back a decade ago, it was Joe Allen when he was at Swansea. But you know, he'd finish a game and he'd have a hundred passes out of a hundred completed. But yes.
0: It, oh yeah, that, it's become it's definitely become part of the game. Like,
1: Nobody did you ever play say, for a manager who took
0: no playing out from the back? Yeah, so it encourages that in certain in a certain way. You know, the, the full, You know, the midfield get the ball, and it, it, like, it, it's the coach's fault in many ways. Because, like in my day with Jimmy Murphy, if I got on the ball and I didn't turn on it and gave it to the fullback, I'd get a right telling off. I'd say, what do you think you're doing? Got to, you're you you're, you're, you're keeping the ball all right, but it's not the way we want you to keep the ball. I prefer you to turn, have a look up, play it into centre-forward, put somebody through so you're making progress on it. That's what you're there as a midfield player for. That's what you're there for as a midfield player, Nathan. In other words, you get it from back to front. You get it out to the wingers, and what's happening at the wingers, you see Grealish now, the ball comes out to him, I see him now, It's driving me mad, ball comes out to him, and nine times out of ten, on his right foot, he goes up to full-back, stops, comes back, and before you know it, you're back at the halfway line again. Mm. And like that, they're, they're positions that, and now I go back to my, my Leeds team, if and I are now in the middle of the field, we get it out to Eddie Gray, right, in a good position, now we expect Eddie to take the full-back on, and the same with Peter Lorimer on the other side. Because you said, what are you doing, Peter? You know, we give it out to you. Now we're starting all over again. You know, that's, that's, the, idea. that's the idea behind it.
1: Do you think a lot of those players are, are playing within themselves? The Rodri's who are playing in the middle midfield, Jorginho's. Mm. Maybe Casemiro's the perfect example, who at, at Real Madrid looked like a very tidy midfielder, who you know, kept it quite simple, whereas we've seen it at Manchester United, there's a hell of a lot more to his game.
0: Yeah, well, I think, I think he was good at Real Madrid as well, uh, Nathan, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's, he, the, 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 what they're known now as defensive midfielders, you know, mm. the holding midfielder. Well, he's a holding midfielder at times when it's necessary, but he comes forward at the right time. He's, in other words, he's a midfield player, Nathan. You know, you can't say midfield player, well he's a holding midfield player, he's an attacking midfield player. If you're a midfield player, you're a midfield player. You get back when you have to. Some people are better at it than others. Some people, are, uh, midfield players, are better going forward when they get the ball than others. But they still do it. You know, they do it like uh, Manchester United, because Casemiro, isn't it? Yeah. No, when he has a chance to go forward, he goes forward. But he, he, he is the most the steadiest to win the ball when they lose it. But that's, that's only occasionally as well. But when he's an opportunity to go forward, he does it. And that's like in the old-fashioned days. Was a midfield. You were a midfield player. Now some were better than others. Bobby Charlton was a midfield player, but he was brilliant at getting on the ball, beating players, and scoring goals. He very seldom saw Bobby Bo- Bobby Charlton pull out of it and give it back to the fullback. He was on his way. Is and it that a, managers
1: th- it, 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 has the change been that managers want more control of what their players do that? That Don Revy or Matt Busby were happy to trust your talent and the work you had done that you went out on the pitch and you would show that whereas now you know we look at Guardiola and the control he has of his players and mm. so much of modern management that actually they they know that that player will just do the simple thing will do exactly what they want all of the time it's like it's really no risk football
0: Well we, 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 with Guardiola for example we don't know if he wants them to do that
1: Nathan Well he wouldn't keep picking but, him if he didn't no, but that's the way he sees it.
0: You mm. know what I mean? Like he, he,
1: that's what he, you're right. That's what he, if
0: he's if he's watching him every week doing what he's doing, then he obviously allows him to do it. You know, but mm. but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> you know, because Guardiola, I mean, he's got two or three midfield players like that. Uh, but in, in general, uh, you know, it, it's all over the pitch. You know, you're keeping possession of the ball. I think I, I think Guardiola, you now. I, I don't know him, but uh, he certainly has a thing where well, we're going to keep possession of the ball. Uh, and there was one, a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago, he said, well, it's great to have 16 passes before he score a goal. Yeah. Well, I couldn't agree with that. And I'm all the old-fashioned old people that I knew in football were good people like Jimmy Murphy. Wouldn't have that at all. Because his attitude was as soon as you get the ball, John. You look. Can you put somebody through? If you if you if you can't, then you just use it. But the priority was to put somebody through and get pro, making pro, progress in the ball. Whereas with a lot of the thing today, including Guardiola, it's keeping possession of the ball. One of the it's biggest... encouraged. It's encouraged. Nathan.
1: Mm. One of the biggest surprises of the transfer window was João Cancelo leaving. At Manchester City and going for Bayern Munich he'd been yeah. in the Premier League team of the season for the last two years he looked a real key cog in what Guardiola was trying to do and that he started left back and he'd end up almost playing in the middle of midfield he dropped out of favour we saw him been taken off at half time against Chelsea a few weeks ago is is this that ruthlessness that you've come to expect from the great managers
0: yeah well I I, I, I don't think this was a, a a playing situation I think he was giving them a lot of lip Nathan and I think, well, off you go. Quite rightly. Mm. You know, like if you talk about, we go back, I know you go back to, to, to the Manchester United situation. You know, where our friend was, was causing murders and, and uh, but the manager put up with him. You know, I'm talking about Ronaldo now. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Manchester United, different team altogether since he went. You can't have anybody given, st- given lip to the manager and that's what I think what he was doing I was going look you oh, get out get out I mean you go back from Ferguson's time right he got rid of Beckham yeah. Beckham was a terrific player but he wasn't behaving himself in the way that he should I mean, I remember reading it years ago Beckham was injured when they went away and, and, and Ferguson said under no no situation do you speak to the press and while he was away he did a big article with the press, I mean that—that that was Beckenbauer's. Beck never, but he got rid of him early. He threw a boot at him, didn't he, in the dressing room one, one day? In other words, you can't. As a manager, you all look at all the top managers. They don't put up with any nonsense from anybody, Nathan. And that's why—that's the why, why the the, the uh, uh, he's, he's left Manchester United. I think he was giving him lip because he hadn't been playing. Yeah, and you can't have that in the dressing room. You, your manager's the manager. He's the boss. Has to be the real boss, and I think it's only recently that uh, Manchester United. Not, I don't think it's any coincidence. Coincidence that they're doing well uh, since Ronaldo's been kicked out. That's the way it is. But, but definitely getting back to the the, the playing scene. I mean, Pep does it. Pep Pep keeps possession of the ball. That that seems to be his main thing. Yeah. He's got terrific players, uh, Nathan. Which obviously they're going to they're going to. But but you, you see that the lad you mentioned early on in the middle of the field I never see him passing the ball
1: forward Roger yeah just just one last thing on midfield players John because we're tight enough on time and uh, things they do Uh, Fabinho his tackle on Evan Ferguson last weekend Uh, we saw another bad tackle from Mm. uh, Andy Carroll on Christian Eriksen like that sort of tackle from Fabinho do you think he knows what he's doing there is that just clumsy or is there a maliciousness to that I,
0: I think he. I think he does a lot of it anyway, Nathan. You know, he, he, I've seen him loads and loads of times. Uh, and if you do, if you do it often enough, you're going to catch somebody badly. I wouldn't say he would go in uh, trying to, to to do the lad's ankle. I wouldn't say he but, but he goes in and, and to, to to shake people up in a big way. Mm. And I think if you do that at some stage, you're going to catch somebody badly.
1: Definitely. It was a. Pretty ridiculous decision not to send them off.
0: Oh, yeah, well, that's... It. Again, it's, 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 it's a lot... The referees, have a great respect for referees when they're doing their job properly. But a lot of referees, Nathan, played football at, at only a certain level, you know? And they love the game, and I think they want to be referees. But I don't think they understand the game in a way that professional footballers would for the tackle, you know? And... But, this was an obvious one. I mean, you've got far as well. that mm. can come back on that and have a look at that in that situation. But they don't naturally pick it up to say, like in, 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 in real football people, uh, supporters who love football, they, they know when there's a bad tackle. I think the referees sometimes don't know it's a bad tackle. And that was one of them, that's for sure.
1: Well, thankfully it seems the news around Evan Ferguson and the injury he picked up isn't as uh, bad as uh, first feared and he might be back in uh, in a few weeks. Did you see much of his performance?
0: I, I, I've seen him a, a few times. He looks like a really, really enthusiastic good, good attitude centre forward. And what I've seen of him I like, uh, Nathan. Obviously we'll see more of him as we go along. But hopefully he, he, he'll be the player that we want him to be because... You know, we need that type of player in the international team. But his attitude seems to be good. There's no doubt about that.
1: Yeah. 18 is way too young to be throwing a young lad into a big international, isn't it? Uh, well, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Other people have done it, Nathan. Other people, they did all right. They did all right from there as well, John. <laughs> yeah, not so bad. <laughs> uh, great stuff, John. Uh, we'll talk to you again next Thursday. Yeah. Okay.
0: Thanks, Nathan.